This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. One of Australia's most iconic and precious animals is under threat, the platypus. The animal so unique that when the first specimen was sent back to Britain in colonial times, scientists thought it must have been a joke. But new research from UNSW is showing that platypus numbers have dropped dramatically. Researchers are calling for national action to ensure their long-term survival. Professor Richard Kingsford is from the UNSW Centre for Ecosystem Science. Good morning, Professor Kingsford. How are you? Good morning, Katrina. Yes, they're an amazing animal. Yeah. And so what were you trying to find out with your research? Look, we were just trying to get an assessment of how they're tracking uh, right across their range from northern Queensland right down to Tasmania in terms of declines in their numbers. And what have you discovered are the main um, threats to the to platypus? Has the drought been a factor? Look, um, they've they basically been hammered by lots of things and continue to be. Uh, they We first... Um, got stuck into platypus populations as part of the fur trade in the 1890s and early 1900s. And they've never really recovered since then. We have built dams which have uh, essentially made platypus populations on different parts of the rivers separate so they can't actually sort of mix. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, um, there are issues about pollution and bank erosion and a whole range of things. Even feral animals are a problem. Mm. Has the drought had much of an impact, you know, with waterways drying up and that sort of thing? Well, you know, that was really an important part of our research. We were looking at the impacts of future climate change and current conditions, particularly extreme dry periods. And I guess we're right smack in the middle of it now. And um, the real problem, and we're getting this in places in northern New South Wales where there are rivers drying up and platypus getting stranded. And really, once there's no water in a waterhole, they've got nowhere to go. So mm. that's, to me, one of the really serious issues that we're facing for the species. Yeah, absolutely. So your research is calling for national action. Do you have some ideas about what needs to be done? Absolutely. I mean, I think one of the big challenges for us with this animal is that no one really has done that much work on it. You'd think an animal of this sort of um, importance to Australia and the world, we'd know all about it. Um, But really, because it keeps pretty antisocial hours in the middle of the night and so difficult to study and it spends a lot of time underwater... Uh, you know, the the effort in terms of science has been relatively poor, um, which means, of course, that we know there are platypus around in lots of rivers, but we don't know how well they're doing. And our, our indications from our research is that in many of those rivers, they're not doing at all well. But critically, we do need a serious investment in understanding which rivers are doing well and which ones aren't. And and hopefully from that we could learn how better to manage the rivers that aren't doing well. Also, there's a range of things that we know kill platypus and and obviously no water in a river does. So mm. there are ways where you could manage with environmental flows to make sure some of these water holes um, can really stay with water through even our most severest of droughts. Mm. Um, we could think about, you know, the federal government's Talking and state governments are talking about building new dams and we know that that sort of separates platypus populations. It also has a range of other impacts on 
rivers and people downstream. So mm. we should hasten slowly towards those sort of um, old world ideas about how to fix droughts. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, there is also obvious things like yabby traps, for example, which are banned in Victoria but not in New South Wales yet. And these are these are things that platypus drown in when they go in after the yabbies that mm. they like eating that get trapped in there. Thank you so much for sharing with us the work that you've done. I suppose I wanted to ask you a little bit, after doing this research, I, I know from the moments that I've seen platypus in the wild, it, they just take your breath away. Have you felt um, on a personal level a, a, a connection to these animals now that you've oh, been working on this? Yeah. I mean, I mean that that is inevitable. Um, I, I guess before I you know, dedicated time to researching this species and 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 my colleagues who are also in the team, um, we we sort of like everyone loved Australian platypus and seeing them in rivers. But once you get to sort of see them, often handle them, um, you know, we've got them. Uh, we're taking samples from, and they're just amazing animals. They're just mm. quite apart from every anything else. They're they're incredibly cute yeah. <laughs> and, um, and and then from a an ecological point of view you just sort of think how did someone how did this sort of come about this strange animal yeah there's yeah. nothing like it and and on top of all of that it lays eggs how, how would you believe a mammal would lay eggs? so <laughs> you know there's all of that sort of fascination yeah. um, of being up very close and personal to an amazing animal which which obviously just fuels your desire to do your best to ensure their future essentially yeah thank you so much thanks for filling us all in and explaining a bit more of what's going on appreciate your time this morning a pleasure katrina yeah that's professor richard kingsford from the unsw center for ecosystem science you can actually read more about their research at their website it's ecosystem.unsw.edu.au click on research projects and select rivers and wetlands and you'll find the platypus research there Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.